0: From momming to ministry, there are a myriad of things that happen in the life of a homeschooling mom of five, women's ministry director, and pastor's wife. Join me for In the Mix as I talk about a variety of issues facing Christian women today. Well, today I want to inspire you to be an encourager, What a year it has been. 2020 has just been a year that I think so many people are wanting to start over, to forget, to just move on to 2021. And yet Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8 says that blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes. It Its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. The year of drought, I think, would be a mild term for how most people would describe 2020. It has just been a rough year to say a year of drought, a year of difficulty. Maybe it's not even because of coronavirus, but all of the issues that came with it are just personal issues 2020 has been a rough year for I think everyone I come in contact with. So how do we say, okay, but I'm going to be like a tree planted by water. This will not be a year in which I, I am overwhelmingly anxious. This will not be a year that keeps me from yielding fruit. How can that be true in our lives? Well, one way I think specifically is that we have to be people of encouragement. People that know how to receive encouragement from the Lord ourselves. And then how do we yield fruit? Well, one very needed way this year is to be people that are encouraging those around us. So let's learn some things from the Word of God. 2 Corinthians one, three, and four, a scripture many people know says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So the God of all comfort. This word actually in the Greek is parakaleo, which is translated in other places as encouragement. This is the same word, and this is the word that we're going to dive into today. It's Strong's Greek Concordance. It's 3870 if you're someone who likes to go look up and research words, um, but parakaleo And this word is often translated as encouragement or encouragement. Comfort. It can be translated as besiege. I besiege you or I exhort you. It literally means to come to the side of, to call to aid or to help someone else. So encouragement, Parakaleo, the God of all encouragement as we see in second corinthians where he's it's translated the god of all comfort who comforts us we could also say he is the god of all encouragement he is the god who exhorts us the god who comes to our aid this is the god we serve if you are a christian and called by his name so first we have to know that as individuals We have to find our encouragement from the Lord himself. Isaiah 49.10 says that he, for the God who has compassion on us, will lead us and guide us. And I think the first thing that we have to realize to be people of encouragement is that we have to realize that when we need the encouragement, there will sometimes be people around us. But unfortunately, there's often not. And so we have to first... Know that we can go to God himself, that he is the God of all comfort, the God of all encouragement, and he ministers comfort to us. We have to have a faith that rises up above our circumstances that says, I'm going to get alone with you, God. I'm going to let you minister to my spirit as I spend time in prayer, in worship, offering the sacrifice of praise as I let you renew my mind and minister to me me directly from the Lord um, when we need encouragement. Second Thessalonians 216 says, We have in a it says now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us eternal comfort and good hope by grace. Comfort and strengthen your hearts in every good work and word. So we have the Lord Jesus Christ himself who comforts us and who strengthens us. So that's the second point is that encouragement establishes toward good works. Thessalonians here says that the Lord comforts and strengthens us. So here's another word that we often find in scripture that's used in conjunction with parakaleo, which is this word and I don't think I can say this one even close to correct, but sterizo, um, but that is the Strong's 4741, which means Establish. It says to comfort and strengthen, to strengthen, to establish, to steadfastly set. Encouragement is for the purpose of establishing us for good works. It's not just to come alongside us and make us feel better. It's to come alongside and give us courage to continue in the work that God has given to us as Christians. It's to encourage us to run our race, encourage us in our parenting, encourage us in our marriage, encourage us in our ministry, to establish us in good works. We are called to be that to others, as well as how we receive encouragement from the Lord himself to continue in our race. You know, it's interesting, this word encouragement in various versions, of course, parakaleo is translated differently. But in our English word, it can be translated a few different ways. Um, Jude 1, 3 says that beloved, while I was making every effort to write to you, I felt the necessity to write to you appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith handed down to you. That word appealing is the same as encourage. So it's clear that there's an action I'm encouraging you toward. I'm appealing that you contend for your faith. Another verse says, now I exhort you, exhort is another translation of this word. Now I exhort you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus, that you all agree and that there be no divisions among you. you." There's an exhortation an encouragement toward unity in this case. Romans 12.1 says, therefore I urge, and that's the word, the translation, therefore I urge, Urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God. So this word, encouragement, is used to urge you toward holiness. So we're being urged toward good works, established, strengthened in something, not just for the purpose of making you feel better. Titus 1-2 is a really interesting verse it's talking about the overseer and it says for the overseer must be above reproach as God's steward and then jumping ahead a little bit but in verse 9 it says he must be he must hold fast the faithful word which is in accordance with the teaching so that he will be able both to exhort in sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict. But it's saying you have to be above reproach and and hold fast to sound doctrine so that you will even be able to exhort. So in other words, encouragement establishes us toward good works and it has to be sound. Encouragement has to be biblically sound. You actually can't exhort in the biblical way if you're just a yes man, that's not the same. Encouragement is not always synonymous with giving a compliment. It's not, biblical encouragement is not necessarily the same picture we have when we think of um, our current culture's use of the word. I'm going to encourage you and just make you feel better and smile and clap for you. That is not biblical encouragement. Exhortation and encouragement biblically establishes you toward holiness, toward good. In 1 Thessalonians, it continues as Paul is writing a letter to the church at Thessalonica, and he says, Therefore, when we could endure it no longer, we thought it best to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy our brother and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you as to your faith so that no one would be disturbed or shaken, you could say, by these afflictions. And so we see this work of encouragement being one that establishes you in good works. This verse continues and it says, For this reason, When I could endure it no longer, I also sent to find out about your faith for fear that the tempter might have tempted you. This encouragement is is because uh, Paul loved the church at Thessalonica. And he is working to establish their faith in fear that they might have been tempted. It is an important work to establish them in righteousness. It is a warrior action. This is not some pat on the back with a smile because it's convenient. This is a, I am sending someone to you because this is important and I have to encourage you in your faith so that you are not shaken by these afflictions. And encouragement is truly a warrior action. It's not just a flowery soft word done by super nice people i think sometimes we even like the word you know oh i'm gonna encourage you today and it's just kind of this mary poppins mentality no encouragement is a warrior's action to sustain the weary to sustain people who are fighting to maintain their faith in difficult situations and affliction. I was late one night, I was listening to a podcast actually of someone who's doing ministry and who had been um, weary and who shared, she shared a brief mention Of an attack that she had received over Facebook. And the mention was about um, someone who came and really accused her of spreading disunity among Christians, which is completely contrary to her vision. It was a harsh attack really on everything that she was about. And when I heard this, I had thought several times prior, just passingly, that I wanted to encourage this um, this woman in her ministry because it was a ministry I had recently become aware of and had just been listening to and learning so much from and I had thought oh I want to you know send her a little note and let her know how much I appreciate her ministry but when I heard the mention of what she had been going through personally I suddenly had a different passion For writing her that little note of encouragement suddenly my mindset was elevated to you know what this encouragement this is a warrior action this is necessary this woman she needs to know that there are people praying for her she needs to know that that she is truly ministering to people who appreciate um, her time her energy I want to encourage her and establish her in good works as much as I can and so While I had been listening to that podcast in my bed late at night, tired and about to go to sleep, suddenly I had a mandate that I felt from God. I need to get myself up out of this bed. I'm going to pull out my laptop and I'm going to stay up late and wake up groggy the next morning because I have a warrior action to do. And we need to elevate our understanding of what encouragement does in the body of Christ and what it potentially could do in the heart and the life of the person who receives it, who is struggling. Encourage is truly a warrior action. Isaiah 40 verse 4 says, The Sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. The Sovereign Lord has opened my ears. So the Lord himself gives us a word of encouragement to sustain the weary. And I want you to start to see this now. The encouragement when it is timely and when it is spirit spirit led is so beautiful. It's such a wonderful thing. It actually starts, and this is where... Just the act of being an encourager starts to kind of mesh with what we call the prophetic ministry. It starts to mesh with what we would even say is a Holy Spirit given word of knowledge. That this wasn't even something you necessarily thought of yourself, but the Holy Spirit gives you a word of encouragement for someone else this for me, it it happens if I'm going to get a specific word, it almost always happens in prayer for someone. I'll just choose to be, you know, praying, I'll think of someone and, and suddenly there's a thought in my head and I start to pray that thought. And then it gets to a point where it's, it's in me so clearly that I feel like, okay, this is a word from the Lord for this person. This happened one morning, we had prayer, women's prayer at the church, and I had been just praying for different people in the congregation. And I started to think about our missionaries that we support in various countries. And I thought of the Thomas family in Spain. And this is just when um, the quarantine had started in the United States. But in Spain, they had been under quarantine for quite some time already. And they had only been there, I believe, about a year that they had moved there. And just at the very beginning of their ministry in Spain... And yet they were quarantined in a small apartment with three boys and really not able to do much. They hadn't started yet meeting as a church or as, with any group of people. And so really from the outside, it seemed like it could be a very discouraging time in that all their whole purpose for being there had just kind of been halted. It was a hard time for everyone, but specifically in their ministry. And so as I was praying for them though, I just couldn't shake the feeling that you know what? I am excited though because I feel like the Lord is just prepping the people around them. I am excited because even though they they're locked in their little apartment and this is a time of rest because when this quarantine is over, they are about to go to work. Things are about to start happening, happen and get excited and get prepared was kind of this idea I wanted to share with them. So wanting it to be personal, I pulled out my phone. I recorded a little video of myself and I sent them what I felt the Lord had put on my heart for them. Well, within Within a day, they wrote back to me and they said, Megan, you are the third person who has given us almost this exact same word recently. And we are so excited. Thank you so much. We can feel it in our spirits that this is true. And it was just such an encouragement to me to know that I had truly allowed, I had listened, I had let the Lord give me a well-instructed Tongue, and I was able to be used by him. And this is where I want to really inspire you and get you excited to say that you know what, I am going to let the Lord. Encourage me. Praise God if you have other encouragers in your life. Praise God if you have people who speak life into you. But if you don't, look to the Lord. He will be your encourager. And from that place of security in the Lord, from that place of knowing the God of all comfort comforts you and then enables you to comfort and encourage others. From that place, I want you to know and be looking for opportunities. That the Lord will give you so you can establish people in their good works. You can do the warrior work of encouragement. And you can look for those timely and spirit-led opportunities to truly be used as an encourager. I hope you learned something from that message today. I would be honored if you would take a moment and let me pray for you. Just wherever you're at, in the car, doing the dishes, if you would just pause for a minute, let's approach the God of the universe together. Lord God, I pray for the woman on the other side of this recording. God, I pray for the woman who is just weary, who is discouraged. Lord, I pray that the first point today about we are able to receive encouragement from you. God, I pray that would ring true to her today. I pray that you would stand and come alongside this woman wherever she's at as she is fighting whatever battle. Holy Spirit, I pray you would minister comfort, encouragement, strengthening to every woman who's hearing my voice. Lord, I thank you that you are faithful to do a work that we cannot do. That you truly are for us and have good things for us. God, out of that comfort, would you enable us to glorify you by being encouragers? God, would we have ears to listen and we would be taught to speak those words of encouragement that encourage the weary? I pray we would see this as a warrior action, something we are commanded as Christians to do, something we have the honor to do in a timely and spirit-led way. God, would you make us into encouragers to, to sustain the weary people around us? We love you, Lord, and we thank you for this way that we can reflect you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.